1: Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, some 41 30 Seconds from Mars. Oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
2: Oh yeah, you know when a show starts like that that something big happened. And it did. Dan hands us with Mark Sessler and Greg Rosenthal. Connie Fox is gonna join us in a few minutes, but let's start with the big news. Carson Palmer, Arizona Cardinals, no more. The quarterback has decided to retire after 15 seasons. Uh, he makes the announcement with an open letter uh, to uh, fans that reads, in part, over the years I've had teammates who decided to hang it up, and I would ask them how they knew when it was time to walk away. The answer was almost the same, always the same. You just know. For me, that time is now. Why? Quite simply, Mark, I just know. Shocked?
3: No. 38 years old tied at the hip with Bruce Arians and with Arians departure are you going to stick around with the Cardinals or go somewhere else have to completely reboot offensively in terms of scheme and you know you're coming off multiple injuries over the last couple of years for this guy I just think that Palmer's sort of a chill dude too who's kind of ready to say yep I'm
2: ready to go. Southern California boy for sure. I mean, he made
3: a lot of
4: money. He was the number one overall pick before the rookie draft scale came into effect. He was the highest paid player in the league uh, for a time on his second contract. Uh, a really good career, top 15 all time in passing yards and, and I believe touchdown. But unfortunately, I'll kind of remember it for some what ifs. You know, what if he doesn't tear his ACL in the 2005 playoffs? That was definitely the best Bengals team of my lifetime. I thought they had a chance to make a run at a Super Bowl that year. I think that was also the best he ever played. I thought he was the third best quarterback in the league behind Brady and Manning at that time. And then you think of 2014 when he was 6-0 and as the Cardinals starter and he tore his ACL a second time. The great thing is that he did come back and play very well the next year and he did kind of get that, hey, I'm going to win a playoff game. I'm going to have a nice
3: little run as an elder statesman. I, mean, I also remember him – basically in 2010 saying, or 2011, I'm willing to retire right now and sit on my couch <laughs> Get out. I refuse to play for the Bengals
4: anymore. He was like Chris Wesseling 12 years later. He just could not stand the Bengals anymore. <laughs> he was done with football if he couldn't get out of it.
2: The Bengals, the pit stop with the Raiders, traded to, to the Cardinals and with Bruce Arians, who we're going to get to in a little bit, who's also leaving uh, football, uh, really revitalized his career. And yeah, that 2006 knee injury, uh forever, in every Cincinnati football fan's mind, the name Kimo von Olhoffen is burned into it. It was his low hit that really pulverized Palmer's knee. It was thought at the time potentially to be a career-ending injury. It was that serious. He made it back and had a really great – is he a Hall of Famer? It guy? took him – you know, though, when he
4: came back, though, it took him a while to get really back up to speed. Do you think right. – do I think he's a Hall of Famer? No, I don't think he'll have much of a chance of, at I the mean... Hall of Fame. I don't think he'll even really – get seriously discussed for that.
2: And I think if you're a fan of, if you remember the all or nothing season, the first uh, season of that show, uh, which is essentially hard knocks, but blown up to a full season, they documented that 2015 Cardinals team, which was the closest ultimately he ever got to the promised land, got to the NFC title game, and then uh, just couldn't hang. They got overmatched in the NFC title game, but uh, it was a, uh, a great career for Palmer, but maybe it didn't reach quite the heights uh, coming into the league as a prodigy and a guy who you thought could be uh, multiple championships type of quarterback. He would have
3: had to come out of this with a couple Super Bowl titles and that you're so right Greg that 2005 season. I don't know if Pittsburgh with Big Ben wins that Super Bowl if if that injury hmm. hadn't occurred. I, don't I don't mean that was, that was game. a sensational Bengals team. And and
4: in my head I'm thinking okay Torres ACL in 2014 that was a shame. But he did come back and lead the league in yards per attempt. The only time he ever made an All-Pro team, uh, they won that exciting playoff game over the Packers. Uh, so it's not like he really seemed that effective. He was very good under Bruce Arians, who that I mean that's part of Arians' legacy too, is he brings out the best in these yep. guys.
2: And speaking of Cincinnati, uh, his old coach, Carson Palmer's old coach, Marvin Lewis, we thought his forever run in Cincinnati was going to end, and that is the other big piece of breaking news. This all came out, uh, as you may suspect, we taped earlier today. We have to get this out there before the show went live. So Marvin Lewis... Is back, and we wish Chris Wessling was here just to get Wes's reaction to it. <laughs> Wes never bought into the fact that I know. Marvin Lewis could leave. And guess what? Marvin Lewis against the odds is back for what is this? His 500th season? Uh, 15th? Something like that? Somewhere in between. 16th season coming up. Mike Brown. How did he do it? Well, How did Marvin he survive,
4: Lewis Greg? He's an idiot. <laughs> I, it's amazing. It's he's I, not I mean, an idiot. Wes, Wes was, Wes was right. He's like, Bengals are different. Mike Brown, y- you don't know. <laughs> That's my Damashek doing an impression <laughs> of uh, Wes' impression. It's crazy because the exact same thing happened back in 2011 where he got to the end of his contract. Everyone said that he was going to leave, and then they ended up, I think, sort of doing this dance, and according to what Ian Rappaport reported where they kind of looked at outside candidates or possibly people that could come in, and Lewis was maybe going to take some interviews, and then they just kind of looked around and was like, eh, I guess we're just
3: better off together. That seems better. Well, I think they were waiting to see if there was any chance that Jay Gruden was ever let go. Mm -hmm. And, well, Rappaport also noted that Lewis had heard from another team with a vacancy wanting him as their head coach. I'd love to know who that was.
2: And they were, you know, potential – potential on fire about we got to get Hugh Jackson we got to get the one thirty-one guy in the building <laughs> well, I want to know how available. real that was this <laughs> is not going to be
4: popular with Bengals fans be- because I know Marvin Lewis has had a good run overall but they're they're tired of him they're tired of these 15 with years in the last two it's years been a long time. and I get it I I always defend Marvin Lewis's track record but sometimes it just you it feels like your time is up and if. Felt like that was
3: it. I think year. I know what Wes would say, but do you think that that the last two weeks of their season, especially that win over
2: Baltimore, changed anything in terms of his fate? It could have. I mean, especially it the shouldn't. nature I don't of think that Week shouldn't. Seventeen game. It shouldn't. But I'm wondering if if that joyfulness from the way they ended the season, if that maybe put things over the hump. I wouldn't put it past. Maybe me. the
3: football gods simply won't allow Dom Capers and Marvin Lewis to be killed in the same. Season. <laughs> I I do, I do. Dom Capers is dead. I do think back to the fact that
4: two weeks ago on this podcast and on national television, uh, both ESPN and our network reported that Marvin Lewis had mutually agreed to part ways, and Marvin Lewis was on the record talking with Ian Rappaport (laughs) about possibly looking at GM jobs elsewhere. And I do think it might have been Marvin Lewis's way of – I don't know. I mean, I'm just speculating. But his way of kind of saying to Bengals' ownership, like he wasn't happy with how talks were going at the time, like, all right, I'm leaving. If that's what you want, I'm leaving. Like that was his public way Hmm. of doing that. And then the Bengals respond, maybe give him a little more of what he wants. That's quite a bluff
2: to call, though, by the way, when you're like five and eight. It's
4: not a bluff, though. It's he really was ready to leave, you know, if, if Brown didn't maybe change his mind. Because when Lewis was asked about it, he said, Well, I'd be open to it if certain things are also or maybe
3: maybe a change of heart when he realized suddenly I'm not going to be a coach
2: anymore and I still want to be. Maybe when he had that really awkward high ten with Andy Dalton after they beat the Ravens, (laughs) it all clicked that he wanted to stay. By the way, Ian Rappaport reported on uh, on our air that other teams were poking around the idea of Marvin Lewis yeah, as a men- coaching yeah. option. We did, men- did you guys talk, that We did. All three yeah. of us have now said that. Okay, good. We're, it's all covered. <laughs> um, and one more thing before we get the show started, circling back uh, to the Carson Palmer situation, you wonder if Larry Fitzgerald now oh, follows yeah. uh, Cousin Brucey and QB1 out the mm, door. Right. It is a time uh, of change for the Cardinals who came close, but now they have to start something new. All right. That's it. That's breaking news. Hopefully we don't have to do this again before the show goes live. Now let's send it to us and Connie for the rest of the show.
0: The around the NFL podcast is close to finalizing an extension through 2024.
2: Welcome back to another edition of the around the NFL podcast. No way (laughs) presented by head and shoulders. My name is Dan and I'm joined by a room filled with heroes in 2018. Mark Sessler. Colleen Wolf and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, people?
5: Hey, hey, hey.
2: Hey, hey, hey.
3: We will definitely have fractured and split apart either by our own yeah. will and human quirks or by the company's <laughs> will by 2024, and much sooner, I would imagine. That, that reminds me of a, a,
4: our flight back from uh, the owners' meetings, I think, three, three or four years ago, Mark, and we were just kind of talking about the future of the podcast, and he was just like, he was just like, I don't know if we're going to all be able to like keep it together. Like the egos are going to get too big. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? We were, we were in a podcast. I'm dead. I'm dead, dead accurate
2: about that. It's, it's only six years away, just 2024. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. Uh, Colleen Wolf, today's your birthday.
5: It is. How oh. about that?
2: Happy birthday. Thank
5: you. Thank you. Woo!
2: And um, we're excited because you are, um, you know, you're turning an age.
5: I'm 33.
2: 33, by the way. This yep. Is- Save it for the theology podcast. Jesus Jesus here and he didn't make it out of it.
5: No, I've already done something more than Jesus had.
2: So you, wow. you feel
3: like you've made more of an impact Bird, than into. Jesus on the earth. Interesting.
5: No, I've just lived since thirty three. The podcast characters
3: don't have any <laughs> ego issues. <laughs> you, <laughs> you
4: also uh, you share a birthday with Debbie Rosenthal,
2: my mom. Yeah. So Shout out really? to Debbie who listens to every show. Shout out to birthday. Deb. Oh, Happy Birthday, right, Debbie.
5: And Cuba Gooding Jr.
2: And Cuba. What yeah. a trio. I saw a yeah. bombed Cuba Gooding Jr. walking out of a diner at the Super Bowl. It was me, Connor, and Ali. Um, We were walking out of diner. What city was that? It was like three years ago. Anyway, Cuba was all crunked up. Really? Yeah. He was having a good time. I think it was San Francisco. San Francisco, that's what it was. Oh, God. All right. Never mind that. (laughs) Anyway. Big show. Big show today. Coming up on today's show, so much to get to. A big news show because, uh, first, there's a GM shocker that came down late – Late yesterday, late Monday, uh, someone that has uh, been reassigned. Always ominous. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, you know, we're checking in on some butts. little butt check for coaches. Some are off the hot seat because they're, you know, on the unemployment line. That's just the nature of the game. Mm.
5: It just got too hot.
2: Yeah, it got too hot. They had to to hop off. And, uh, yes, it's that time of year. Always the first show after our Week 17 wrap-up, we – Uh, Check in and do some housekeeping with the go-get-my-lunch regular season predictions. Who owes sandwiches? Ooh, there it is. Mm. Who doesn't owe sandwiches? Who is the the grand champion of uh, the regular season? And um, you may be surprised by the winner this year. Really? Right. I like that tease. You you do like it. Good. Anyway, so let's get to it. And behind the glass today, um, our regular producer... Lindsay Fulton is back in the land. That's um, Cleveland. Yes, it is. So behind the glass is a woman who uh, I have been attempting to recruit for years now Uh for a podcast. One day I will be successful. I know who was successful in recruiting Emma VP, that beau of hers, because she's engaged.
5: Hey, guys. How you doing, Emma? Congrats. Congratulations. Oh. Thank you so much. Congrats
4: to you. Thanks yeah, you guys. finally uh, got the call up to the big podcast. What a big news for
2: you. <laughs> yeah,
5: <laughs> big news for 2018. Let's your ring the, is so sparkly. Thank you.
2: Nice. And you want to hear the real move. Does, does your fiance listen to the podcast you do?
5: Yes. Okay. I mean,
2: he's not going to listen to this one. He is moving here.
5: What? Nice.
2: And that is, you want to talk about the, the, the future is female? Bang. Get out here. We're starting a life in California, man. It's called the Colleen Wolf move.
5: That's right. You did it, it too. That's what John did. Hold the wolf. The wolf. Yep.
3: Did yeah. it come the as job. a surprise or did you, like, is, you guys have, like, steady talks for months and years? Hey, when I come home for this break, you're going to do this and I'll say yes. <laughs> it's all
5: choreographed. <laughs> no, it was, it was a surprise. We definitely talked about it, but the whole mm. proposal Good.
3: was I a surprise. That. Glad it went well.
5: But I
2: don't, but I don't buy the, was there a, a discussion about where we're going to end up together? Because I feel like Emma was like, you want to make this happen? Get your ass out here. no oh, for sure. I
5: mean, he lives in Philly still, right? Or he around lives, Philly? He lives in Philly, yeah. Yeah, it is cold... Out. It's really cold there. Very I cold. almost said a bad word. It is it, like, of course he's going to move here. It's mm. so much nicer. All
2: right. So a lot to celebrate. <laughs> it's a new year. Colleen is letting us know that it's cold on the East Coast. It's freezing, Winter. everyone. <laughs> Colleen is 33. Uh, Emma is getting married. Christian told us before year. the show that he was friends with Paul Thomas Anderson back in the day. Wow, so much out there. Deb Rosenthal's birthday. Woo! Woo! Let's do some news.
5: Capricorns. Andy Dalton takes the snap, steps up, fires down the
0: middle, oh. complete at the 15, 10, 5, touchdown, oh Cincinnati.
3: Dan <laughs> <laughs> is obsessed with that. <laughs>
2: the headset being thrown to the counter will never not oh be funny God. to me. Stan White. Stan wow. White. ex
3: linebacker, Stan White, loses it in a big spot.
2: Come on, you white.
5: That's got to go in your calls, right? Yes, yeah.
2: it's been close. I mean, That's number one. Wow. Um, well, we don't want to jump to conclusions. We have to go through all of them, Greg. And then the first show after the Super Bowl, we'll, we will reveal This show is all about hot calls.
4: takes. That's my hot take.
2: That's all right. I like prediction. that. I like that. All right. But so much news to get to. And let's start uh, with uh, comings and goings. And here's a going. Bruce Arians, after five years as the head coach of the Cardinals, this was percolating for a while. In fact, I want to, you know, say nothing. I don't want to talk out of school here, you know. But uh, the old ATN Media Insider had, had a conversation back in early September. And I, I said on this podcast that there was no chance that Bruce Arians ATN. returned. ATN. That this was it. So that in,
3: so, <laughs> <So, laughs> <so, laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: I don't remember that. Dan, you break so much. Information. I don't yeah. understand why you left the news division. Of
2: our, <laughs> yeah.
5: of our yeah. it's, hard, it's just hard to keep up with it all. I think,
2: yeah, yeah, point. I get it. I get it. But Arians is done. This was his last year. He had a um, emotional news conference making the announcement. And um, first he uh, described or during the press conference, he ex- uh, described why he was uh, leaving his post. Let's hear what Bruce had to say. The tears you see are really tears of joy and peace. I'll miss the, I'll miss the players. I will miss coming out of the locker room hearing the national anthem because it still gets me. But uh, somehow, some way, I'm going to be in touch with the game. And I'm not leaving the Valley. And if you know anything about the life of an NFL head coach it, from a distance like us, but you still know how much hours they put in, uh, Bruce had something of a come to Jesus, come to Colleen uh, type moment <laughs> uh, uh, during a conversation yeah. with his wife. Uh, he also talked about that. Probably one of the hardest things for me this year was sitting at the lake this summer. And Chris said, You know Jake's going to be 40? His son. And I mean, it hit me like a ton of bricks that, uh, that I missed all that time.
5: Oh, God. I'm going to cry.
2: And that's coaching. There you go. So Bruce Arians ends, uh, Greg. What was a great run with the Cardinals? They never got over the hump, never quite got to the Super Bowl, but 49 30 and 1. Uh, got to the NFC title game, made the playoffs twice, uh, and Arians is out.
4: And what a gift that he got this opportunity that we got to see him as a head coach, that his players got to know him as a head coach because it could have easily have never happened. A career assistant who got his first chance at 60, a guy who won coach of the year for two different franchises. Was that back-to-back years? I think within three years. Within three years. I mean, that's... It's just an insane run, and he just seemed like when he wrote, he wrote a really great book uh, with Lars Anderson called The Quarterback Whisper." and in that book, he, he telegraphed pretty clearly. He thought this was going to be his last year just because he thinks there's more to life and props to him. I hope, I hope yeah. he has a great – and I think he's going to – I have a sense he'll be in the media, so I don't think we're going to lose Bruce Arians. Ian said that he's hired a media agent.
5: What if he takes the spot of John Gruden?
2: That would be great. Uh, that, yeah. and, and we're going to get to Gruden in a second, but that Monday night post Whoa. is about to hope, open up. He even made a, a winking reference in the press conference. Yep. He said, you know, he, I even love working with you guys, referring to the media. Maybe I'll be on your side or something like that. So expect him to pop up either on a pregame show or maybe even in a booth. We shall see.
3: I asked him one time. I've had, you, you go to these owners' meetings. You mentioned the owners' meetings. that They have a chance to sit down where they're eating breakfast And there aren't that many people there. And you can sit with these coaches for 30 minutes if you want. And I'll never forget Arians just eating this giant plate of like eggs and bacon. And we were just talking about like stuff over a little bit off the topic of football. It was it was the thing was wrapping and I asked him what he would do if he wasn't a coach. And he talked about he loves teaching and he wants to always be around the environment of teaching and counseling. And I honestly think that if it's not broadcasting, that he's going to continue to work with people for the rest of his life because he had incredible passion. to talked about his players over and over. And his players that he coached 20 years ago who are now in their 40s and aging and they still have that tight relationship. I think he's a lifer in terms of working and mentoring
2: people. And he's going to do a lot of charity work. That's what he was referencing in the, in the bit we played. He's going to stay in the Sun Valley, and he's got a lot of charity work. I, I got a chance to talk to him at the All or Nothing premiere in downtown L.A., and he was belly up to the bar and, and a very a very very real person. Yeah. Uh, very true to himself, obviously, and kind of a naturally charismatic guy. Um, it's going to be at the Combine this year. That's
5: what I was No Bruce too. Arians.
2: Ted Thompson are about to get to. He was always one of my favorite guys with his dry sense of humor. He will not be at a podium this year. These are the type of guys you want around yeah. in the NFL, yeah. and when they kind of take a step out of these roles, it, it does hurt the coverage angle. I'm going to miss seeing
5: him and Sean Payton drinking together at the bar. There's only like one bar that everybody goes to in Indy, and it was like you would automatically see those two together or at like the cigar bar together. But just hearing him talk, he's so genuine and you can obviously see it from the tears that he's shedding. And when he's talking about his family and you can tell that he's a family guy. And I think that translates so much with the players because he seems like a dad. Yeah, Like I feel like he's, he's a dad. He's the coach that if I could have, a beer with any coach it would be bruce Arians. well yeah. now
3: you now he has time to do that with you i mean west west <laughs> loves him to death too i wish west were here to talk about him but i think he's an example of someone when you find your opportunity later in life mm. he he absolutely knew who he was and that's why we got this bruce a- this bruce arians who was so honest and real and not someone that i think if you get if you're into it early it can change you right he was a great example that i
4: hope other coaches follow. I don't think they will. He gave more information to the media and was just himself than any coach. And it's not like he, it hurt him at all. He had an incredible career and an incredible run lifting up this Cardinals team. He also changed the career of Peyton Manning. He changed the career of Ben Roethlisberger. He changed the career of Andrew Luck. And then he changed this franchise in Arizona. Carson
3: Palmer.
2: And spinning forward, the Cardinals have put in a request to interview Vikings offensive coordinator and former Browns head coach Pat Shermer, that according to Rap Sheet. So things are going to be different around the Cardinals and probably not quite as fun. They
3: have a bunch of requests. Yeah, I, I think mean, Mike Mike, like, Mike yeah. Munchak is Matt one Patricia, of them. Patricia, Jim Schwartz, Schwartz. they're looking. They're Your boy Brian, Brian Flores. The Patriots could lose all play. sorts of coaches. Okay. Greg, get ready. I'm, I'll get to it. I'm
5: really sad about this one. I'm sad that he's out. Yeah, this I think one's the why I, don't
3: you should call him up and have a chat.
2: Why is it so cold in Philadelphia,
5: too? <laughs> it's freezing there. It's
2: Ted crazy. Thompson, <laughs> Ted Thompson, who has been the general manager of the Packers since 2005. A lot of people view Thompson as one of the best in the business. Well, he's no longer going to be in that role in what would, yeah, let's say bombshell announcement by the Packers. Uh, he will be transitioning from GM and director of football ops to a senior advisor to football operations, which is pretty nebulous. The team announced Tuesday. uh, Thompson's greatest move ever, of course, was selecting Aaron Rodgers when he fell in the first round of the 2005 draft, and he obviously benefited from uh, 12 years of Rodgers' greatness, or once Rodgers got in, he still had Brett Favre for a while there. Uh, However, Greg, um, the idea that Uh, Thompson, and maybe it came through this year. We don't know the whole story here, but maybe it came through that at a certain point, if Aaron Rodgers goes out, you shouldn't be the worst team in football. How much do you think that could have played into the fact that they just seem to be so vulnerable if the greatest quarterback in the league is not healthy? I
4: think it was a big factor that the lack of depth that they had. They did dive into free agency a little more over the last few years, but I think that frustrated... Um, some people around Green Bay. And the reason I say that is because Bob McGinn, the veteran reporter who covered them for a long time now has his own online website, said the board of directors pushed him out. Mm. So that's that's his report that the, they instructed the CEO uh, to push him out. It mentioned some health issues with him, uh, perhaps. And even more interestingly, I think the article suggests that the change in GM and it's expected to be an in-house candidates. And he's, he has a lot of guys, including Elliot Wolf, Ron Wolf sold mm-hmm. uh, his son, who is the guy who trained Ted Thompson. It suggests that Mike McCarthy might not be safe with the new general manager. Interesting. Coming. Wow. Well, I
3: do think it's going to be an in-house candidate and uh, our own Gil Brandt um, passed on a Tripping. little nugget this morning to me. <laughs> That, really? that Elliot Wolf, Gil El- also say- wished them
4: a VP, a happy engagement. Gil
3: Brandt's all over the place. He's got a lot of handlers. Okay, how does that guy do it? How does but, do so it? they have Elliot Wolf, who's their director of football ops, and they have this guy Brian Gudekunst who is apparently they both interviewed last year for the Niners GM spot, didn't get it. But everyone know, everyone knows Ron Wolf, so everyone talks about Elliot Wolf nonstop. Is this he this future Wonder Boy? But everyone talked about Brian Gutekunst as the guy who knocked the Gutekunst. interview out of the park. And Elliot Wolf is still a guy who is young and learning, and has a ways to go. So I'm not a, I wouldn't assume it's Wolf that just steps
2: into that role, despite the never. lineage with the Packers.
5: I'm rooting for Wolf, well, obviously. Yeah,
2: oh, yeah, obviously. I never underestimate a Gutekunst.
3: Yeah. Well, that's. I know. I mean it, Come on. He's I, like, oh, Who cares? Oh, Brian Goodakunst. No, it's got to be Elliot Wolf. What I, about? Don't don't downsize Goodakunst
2: over Wolf. How about I, that? No. Uh uh-uh. uh
3: I am so intrigued by the idea that Mike McCarthy
4: could be out there because that is a C-tree. I mean, Thompson. His first draft pick was Aaron Rodgers. He made a lot of great draft picks over the years, especially at wide receiver uh, and and the offensive line. I mean, he took some guys in the fourth round that turned into All Pro. He did a great job, but it kind of eroded the last three or four years if you look at their draft. And I, I just love the idea of maybe Aaron Rodgers getting a different coach. for. Wow, that would be crazy. Years. You're hot
2: about that. You're hot in the pants about that. I just
4: think it would be a good story. <laughs> that's a
2: weird turn of phrase. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, no, do mean? I, don't,
4: I don't agree that with that at all.
2: Dan,
3: yeah. in our current environment, I would suggest new phrasing.
2: <laughs> I just got some hot pants about it, that's all. Not a hot butt. You do the math. I don't need to do math around that area. Thank you. In other news... The Raiders are very confident um, they will replace Jack Del Rio, who they let go on after Sunday's Week 17 finale, with John Gruden, uh, the ownership, uh, that according to Rap Sheet. And uh, as Greg said, I can't remember, Greg, if you said at the beginning of today's show or before we start started rolling, so I'll just add uh, a quote from Gruden. My understanding is that they're interviewing candidates this week, and they're going to let everybody know sometimes sometime early next week or whenever they make their decision. I am being considered, yes, I hope I'm a candidate. Did you say that before the show or during it the
4: show? It was before we started. Oh, yeah. good.
2: Gruden said it.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Gruden. Okay. Yeah. but he, Greg Greg is not he hopes he's he a candidate. He relayed that. Okay. Okay. Pronouns. Greg! They, they have to go through this whole charade of interviewing coaches and <laughs> I love pretending how I charade. He's, he's not the guy. Meanwhile, John Gruden's going to be announcing a game this weekend, uh, including his old buddy Andy Reid, who he's going to likely be coaching against next year in the AFC West.
3: Greg yeah. is very concerned you about You're hot in the this. pants about that too. Yeah, Greg Before is very show. concerned strange. about Gruden yeah. announcing this game on the weekend. I don't think it's a big deal, but no. I mean he's still he hasn't flipped <laughs> jobs strange. yet. It like is a Russian strange. spy in 1966. It's just 1960 so strange that, they are, that everyone's
4: going to pretend that this all hasn't already happened
5: That's when true. it has.
4: It's like, just pay the Rooney Rule fine. That's an option. You don't have to go through this whole... Yeah. Hmm. I
5: feel like it's really, though, incredible because every year John Gruden rumors fly, and this is finally one that's actually real.
4: Although Ian Ian Rapoport noted that there was a moment last year where John Gruden, Peyton Manning, and Jim Ursay were on a plane, and they thought... When that plane landed, there was going to be an agreement where Peyton Manning was the Mm -hmm. general manager of the Colts and John Gruden was the coach, and he backed out of that agreement. So you never know. You never know if he could just change his mind if ESPN offered him $13 million a year or whatever the hell. I mean, who knows? Well, we just talked
3: about Arians. The lifestyle change of going from preparing each week to announce one game to suddenly becoming a head coach years after you were head coach. The game has and changed a lot. Do you want it no, that bad? Why have you not wanted to coach well, in the time in between? Family? Remember back to
5: uh, Hard Knocks Money? when Money. he was was it Hard Knocks this year when he was in there talking to all the yeah. guys and, like, you could see oh, yeah. how bad he wanted oh, to it's coach been, It's been
2: on the wall right. all season, right. both from Hard Knocks all through the season on ESPN where he had one foot out of the studio. You, you knew this was coming.
4: Not to mention he loves Derek Carr. There's a clip of him doing the – Derek Carr QB. He loves camp, every he's, player. He's like, he's he's like every, I'll go get you. Every he's game. like, I pick you. It was like him talking about the, the yeah. different any his, job it, he took, he we could like, point to eight players <laughs> that he loves, though. I mean,
5: it, I love this guy. It
3: It is why. Um, <laughs> I just want I, to I know if you're, if you're that obsessed with coaching, if you yeah. think about one thing in your life you're that obsessed about, why does nearly a decade pass because, before you take that off? Because now you're getting the best offer
4: to coach the team that you had your greatest success or you really rose with, and you're getting an ownership stake potentially, which is like that. Yeah, but god. other coaches just keep
5: and grinding. Is, that's a godfather. The youngest kid graduates high school this year. Too. No.
2: It's not a one-size-fits-all situation. Yeah. He climbed the mountain from his 20s to his Saw his, kids his grow up a little bit. You're right. He, he won a Super Bowl, and then he decided to step away, made millions calling games on Monday night, and now he's got the itch again. For I, what it's I worth, though. I don't see that as like a negative. Do you? Absolutely no. I mean, it's, no. I no. I, listen,
4: I think his I, I think final just... six years in Tampa were a negative, where they didn't have an above-average passing game at any point. I think but people forget now like it, that now. He has a, a quarterback. The one, the one thing. That Everyone assumed, though, was that the Raiders only would make this move if it was agreed to, and from the reporting that Steve Weiss and others have done, Jack Del Rio was getting fired anyways. That was a ship Mm. going downhill, and he said in that locker room not a lot of tears were shed when Jack Del Rio was let go.
2: No, there was almost no reaction in the locker room. (laughs) There was even some chuckling um, ship going downhill. I like that. Ship going ship underwater.
5: Ship
2: going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's not what you want is a ship going downhill. No. That's, that's So weird. you're right. Actually, bad. you were right. Dangerous. You definitely don't want that. Uh, moving uh By the way, hey, Emma, lifestyle changes we were just talking about. Your fiancé coming out west. Do you think he'll be able to hit he the ground? He can burn running? all of
5: his jackets.
2: Do you think he'll be intimidated by this fresh start and uh, you being the breadwinner and all that?
5: I don't think so. I think we're going to make it work.
3: Okay. I guys. think it'd be great to have to marry into money, as he is apparently.
2: She's she's making
3: all <laughs> yes. that ash loaded. It worked for Gonzo for a while. I never saw Gonzo yes. in a more calm state.
5: Well, that's she just enjoying Gonzo's
2: resting. I don't know. I wonder why Gonzo's always so calm and relaxed.
5: It is weird, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well,
2: Let's hope it's loaded. That's why. Jim yeah, right. <laughs> Jim, Irsay, Jim Irsay, um, is the owner of the Colts, and uh, he fired his head coach. Chuck Pagano, so they are in the hunt for a coach. But, you know, everything around the Colts right now is about what's going on with Andrew Luck. Is he going to be ready? Is he going to still be Andrew Luck if he does come back after missing an entire season with a shoulder injury that just did not heal the way anyone had hoped? Uh, Ursay um, uh, spoke on Monday, and this is what he had to say about Luck. He's very optimistic. I have no doubt in my mind that Andrew is going to come back. And when I talk about what, the look in his eye, when I talk about the temperature of 107 of a fierceness, I am telling you that that kid is a special kid. Special. He was born to do great things in the National Football League. Why
5: 107? And he
2: will do great things in the National Football League. All right. Um.
4: The 107 <laughs> was, um... Pacific. A reference to something he said earlier where he says, you don't know the fire that's burning in number 12's eyes. You don't know what type of fever he has for success right now. It's a 107 degree fever. Can I tell you something? Okay. Just an FYI, you would be essentially. You're I just I did some he can
2: research. shoot
4: fireballs out of his eye. That it's would be fun. It's
2: called hyperparexia, a fever that is equal to or above 106.7. This temperature is too high. It constitutes a medical emergency for the patient. So yeah. let's read between the lines here. What is he really saying? Andrew Luck is in a... I
5: hope a Andrew Luck's okay.
2: He's in mortal danger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forget about the shoulder. His blood's boiling within him.
5: Whoa. <laughs> anyway, yeah.
2: Let's move on. Anybody... <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, that was just interesting.
5: No. I, the only thing I was going to say is a lot of people are saying that this is like maybe the most attractive opening, one of Maybe. them, but I'm not sure I really buy that just based on the division at this point now, and you look at Deshaun mm. Watson coming back with the Texans and mm. the way that the Jags are right it's now. worth a shot, like, though. If you get a healthy no,
2: you better, come, not you taking better, the job.
5: You
3: better
2: come
5: in and not win right away. It,
3: you need Please. to go to the
2: playoffs right away. Uh One man whose uh, butt no longer on fire because he, he hopped off the seat mm-hmm. and onto the unemployment line, Jim Caldwell. The team announced early Monday morning, the team being – the Detroit Lions, that general manager, Bob Quinn, informed Caldwell that he will not be returning as head coach. Uh, in addition to Caldwell, Quinn told uh, uh, Ron Prince, the offensive line coach, he won't be coming back. Sorry, Prince. And uh, that's it. Quinn had this to say, we didn't beat the real good teams. Our record was above average. We're 9-7 and seven the last two years, but our record against the better teams in the league has not been that good. Hmm, it's an interesting quote. Thoughts?
4: Well, it's crazy. They were 17-3, and three, I think, against teams under 500 and something like 1-15. and It's close to that against teams uh, over 500. So clearly
2: he says, that we have the talent to be beating those teams. We just don't have the coach.
4: I think it's fair to say that Caldwell got a raw deal. He did a good job overall there. Second highest winning percentage in team history. And that it totally makes sense to change coaches when you have a GM that's not aligned with his philosophy. I think a GM yeah. that's
3: under pressure to fix some long-standing issues with Detroit's roster, I mean... How about find a running game for the first time in our adult lives? They're looking That at would def- be too much. They're looking at defensive coaches though. The the idea,
4: it seems, is hire a coach that wants to keep Jim Bob Cooter, Cooter. in in Detroit, which makes sense, you got a top-ten quarterback. Nothing else on the team is really very special. They're interviewing Matt Patricia, Steve Wilkes from Carolina, Mike Vrabel, who I think is the guy to watch for that job. Mm-hmm. Uh, in All defensive coordinators.
2: Colts want Matt Vrabel, too. Unless, unless you're one of those upper echelon-type coaches, a Bill Parcells type, it's hard to get a third job. But when you go back-to-back 9-7, back and seven, then get fired, it's not like you're a John Fox scenario. Uh, do you think Caldwell could get another head coach job down the line? I
3: think it's possible because, well, here's what I'd say. What, Pat Shermer suddenly is another candidate who I thought never would get another but that's for number two. Okay, but but that's I'm just saying that three. Caldwell did not f- totally fail here. That's what I mean. That's it, fair. He'll, if he he'll work for the, for the rest a, for as long as he wants. He'll be a wants.
5: coordinator. If he
3: coordinated a really top offense,
4: you're
2: yeah. right. Rex Ryan made the point, and I thought it was it was astute, that you don't get a third job usually. If you don't like win a Super Bowl or do something special after your second job, it's very hard to get a Or if Turner
4: did. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And Phillips did. In, in, in Caldwell, there's no drama. Rex Ryan doesn't because there's a lot that comes with a Rex Ryan. Jim Caldwell does not bring any of that drama.
2: He, but he's almost on the other side. He is. It's, but it's some, like, some. I don't want either side Look, like,
3: It's not going to be yeah. next year. It's just that is it yeah. possible? Yes, it is.
2: John Fox also out as expected. The Bears. He got a
3: third try too.
2: Wow, oh. you're right.
3: 16 straight years
4: for three different teams. John Johnny Fox.
2: Yep. It's true.
5: Fox A. The Bears
2: announced that they have fired the head coach. Fox's firing was first reported by Rap Sheet. Nice job. Ian. Ian. An excellent work by him. Interesting name. Mm-hmm. Working round the clock. Ian's <laughs> the inter- interesting name? Yeah, just like Ian. The Bears announced <laughs> later Monday oh that God. GM Ryan Pace's contract has been extended through mm. 2021. There was a tweet um, sent out by the Bears. Um, we could maybe show it on our video. Show which is on uh, tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Thank you, John Fox. Which, if you click into that, you see what Bears think about that. Thank oh, you no. for what, but I get it. Listen, he was the face of the franchise in some way, and it didn't work out. Fox is out of work, but the surprise I think a little bit, Connie, is that Ryan Pace is um, he got better contract
5: extension
2: after this, and some people would say maybe Pace should have been going too.
5: Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess they're obviously happy with. Mitchell Trubisky, it seems like that was sort of a thing that yes. the entire team, uh, the coaching staff, seemed surprised about it. Like, it just didn't – it came out of nowhere when all of that went down at the draft. So I wouldn't be surprised if they brought in an off- – they have to bring in an offensive coach that is going to help develop Trubisky and, I mean, maybe what we've heard, Pat Shermer a lot, as you just mentioned. Josh right? McDaniels, John Filippo. so you're yeah. absolutely right. Exactly. So they, we'll see.
4: They could also – I wonder with Filippo. I I wrote an article like trying to put together like the ideal matches. What if they bring in a defensive coach? They're also interviewing uh, Steve Wilks and Vic Fangio as, mm. as head coach, and you get Di Filippo to come as the offensive coordinator. Now maybe he does get a head coaching job, but he is out of his contract in Philadelphia. The Eagles did him dirty last year by not letting him mm. interview for coordinator coordinator jobs. I think he kind of you know behind the scenes maybe wasn't thrilled with that. So he's going to be a hot coordinator candidate if he doesn't get a head coaching job.
2: Rich Smini, we talked that Johnny Morton could be um, not Johnny Morton. Charlie Morton.
4: John Morton. John, John Morton. Morton. Yeah, Johnny, Johnny Morton. Morton was the old uh, Chiefs uh, wide receiver. John Morton. John Morton. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, the Jets offensive coordinator who could be moving to join Gruden in Oakland, the Jets would be interested in uh, DeFilippo, who they were interested in last year. But mm. the Eagles said no. So we could have some musical chairs. Used to work uh, for the Jets. Mm-hmm. In play there. Uh, and other news won't miss John
4: Fox. Sorry, I mean what a boring
3: coach. Well, like you said, he he's had three
4: there chances. There was one game, that game that. where he was
5: There's like one. super animated, and every uh, this year, and everybody was like, "Whoa, nice. John Fox, look at you having a personality!" And then that all went away again.
2: Nice guy. And why did John Fox get a third job? Because he went to the Super Bowl with his first two teams. Maybe Peyton Manning really took the Broncos to the Super mm. Bowl. But it, usually, there you have to have some level of success in those. Yeah, first Caldwell two well been to a Super Bowl too. Yeah, Uh, moving on, uh, Dean Pease, the defensive coordinator of the Ravens, who saw his defense, let's face it, collapse uh, on their last play of the season when Andy Dalton knocked the Ravens out of the postseason, angering many, including Chris Wesley, and also perhaps Colleen Wolf, because, Colleen, I don't know if you're aware uh, that we had stuck a fork in the Bills, who, of course, uh, advanced to the playoffs when the Ravens blew that game. And as we had all agreed upon, if we forked a team that made the playoffs, we would make a charity donation. And furthermore, and this calls back to Mark's ref earlier that you were doing very well financially. Very well. You (laughs) would be handling uh, the charitable donation to the Western New York area. So just something to think about. That's
5: great. Okay.
2: Yeah. I'm sure your,
3: well, your, your, your family lineage just send you birthday checks in excess of
4: –
5: That's all, th- I mean, I've just – yes, I'm growing money on trees basically right now. It's great.
4: Better be
3: a big gift.
4: Well, maybe you could join the Bills fans – that have donated over a hundred thousand dollars to the Andy Dalton Foundation. So it's not I like tech, that story. It's not tec-
3: matched that donation. It's That's, not technically definitely you know, afford
4: a Buffalo area, but this is what the Bills fans have gotten behind. And we've got you know, we've I love that we've story. made fun of the Bills fans over the years sometimes or had some fun with them for their pregame activities. But what a great job by the Bills fans helping out this Charity, which helps, I think, underserved uh,
3: kids. Uh,
5: That's a good one. Bills fans, at one. me with some uh, some charities.
3: What's the charity, Greg? The Andy <laughs> yeah. Dalton Foundation. Yeah, it's the Andy Dalton. Okay. Everyone it's, is. It's, uh, it's 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 not clear who they're helping, according to Greg. But no, it's we'll totally
4: clear. That. I just wanted to make sure. I I think it's disadvantaged kids
3: with serious illness. Well, that's good to help them. That's nice.
2: Um, I know everyone's all fired up. Oh, now we have to watch the Bills in the playoffs. But everything else about this story has been great. Yeah. Right to this charity yeah. cause now. Well, a lot of Bills fans, just for the yeah. record, are donating $17 to love the it. Dalton Foundation love to it. match the 17-year playoff drought that they had. So a great I love story. It. All uh,
4: all yeah, you could the... do like $1,700, Colleen. That's... Yeah,
2: totally. you should definitely totally. do a multiple of 17 Cool. Cool. <laughs> All right.
5: Great. Is that a write off? Let's is.
2: check out the opening and uh, the video show. You can check it out. So the openings as of right now, as we spin forward um, in the NFL, six of them, six job openings, uh, the Giants, the Bears, the Lions, the Colts, the Raiders and the Cardinals all looking for head coaches. And that could that, that could get beefier. That list. We'll see
3: if you're watching on the video show. I really like how they put five in one column. And then a second column with just one. The card it's very does. pleasing and symmetrical well, what you to the do? eyes. Taking shots. <laughs> what are you going to do? The graphics. Team? Wow. That's <laughs> a, wow. That's a, I said Christian, it was very pleasing. That's a cost. Move to, to go after
4: the behind yeah. the scenes. Very much on wow. the air. That's how you make them. Really just said it was disp- very pleasing to the eye.
2: Christian, your takeaway on that. Oh, he's oh, a knife he to the doesn't heart. not like it.
4: There are Very a couple safe. teams hanging out there. The Bengals, we still don't yep. know about. The Tennessee situation, I think that Mike Mularkey could still get fired really? even if they if they mm. lose this weekend. And now maybe you throw the Packers into that mix. That would be the number one job. There's all these columns like, what's the best job? I would say the Giants. But – How about the Packers
3: if you get to coach Aaron? Greg could not be more excited about the concept of Mike McCarthy being canned.
5: I think Greg has some some type of inside info. Overrated,
4: boring to watch. Let's unleash the most talented
2: quarterback of
4: all time Mm -hmm. with a more inventive head coach. Okay. (laughs)
2: Greg's
5: (laughs) gunning for that job, actually.
2: And uh, Vance Joseph, this is a bit of a surprise uh, that he is staying in Denver. Um, You know, he never chased bad money, but uh, guess what?
5: I'm glad he's staying. John
2: Elway says, I'm going to stick with my boy. I trusted him. I hired him. He's my guy. I'm going to give him another year and hopefully get him a quarterback. Well, that's the hard part, John, because uh, Peyton Manning ain't hitting free agency. So go find somebody.
3: Well, they're going to be the, one of these Kirk? teams that gets stuck trying to find a quarterback in the first round of the draft
2: just like right the Patriots over. in a couple of years, because you sent Jimmy G. West for that, 50 that cents a on a dollar.
4: <laughs> the number, they have the number five pick, but there are some free agents possibly available, especially Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Yep. And I would think the Broncos will be high on that list of teams going after him. And it's good they didn't fire him because it's all Elway's fault. He's the one that hired Joseph. You give him one year. He's the one that wanted Mike McCoy, who he then fired
3: midway through
4: mm-hmm. the season.
3: Well, look He's at- the one who gave him Paxton Lynch. Elway, Elway recruited Peyton Manning and no one else could have done that the way he did. So he will never be looked on negatively because of that and what happened after. But his drafts, if you look at them from one to this one, have been really suspect.
5: I would have looked at him real ne- much more negatively than I do now if he got rid of Vance Joseph. I, I just think it would be completely unfair to give him only one year with the situation he was dealt.
2: That's fair. There, it seemed like he was a goner, though. And, yeah. And so it was a surprise, ultimately. So Joseph gets another shot. Um, but really. He's got some yeah, guns, by the a, way. By the way, it's not as... But the, here's the other take. <laughs> some in. guns? You yeah, they showed
3: the vid- little video really? of Vance Joseph. He's in a little workout shirt there. He's got some prominent
2: <laughs> a little, muscles. Some a
5: guns. little workout
2: shirt. The other I, I get everybody's letting him off the hook because Brock Osweiler and, and Paxton Lynch and your boy Trevor Simeon, who I guess now is terrible, but... Um, so, But what if they don't get a quarterback next year? Do you have to keep Vance Joseph again? Because it would be the same just, reasoning. Just,
4: I think it has to be a special circumstance to fire a guy after one year. And I don't yeah. know if I don't see that special circumstance. I mean, Todd Bowles has had a terrible year as a head coach. A lot of head coaches have had one terrible year. Well,
2: CC well, is take inspe- a look at the rosters. I mean, I don't think Todd Bowles had a terrible year. They, no, I just mean yeah. his
4: second year. I'm saying like you, you can live with one Got bad it. year.
5: That was, that was a little defensive there. Well, I'm a Jets fan. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh. Okay. All right. We're good.
2: Get off my back, birthday <laughs> oh my <God>. girl. <laughs> Finally, Hard Knocks. Oh, yeah. Hard Knocks. Everyone else is excited about the playoffs. All I can think about is premium cable in eight months. This
5: is your playoffs. Yeah, this hard is knocks.
2: this is my beat. This is my corner. Uh, so the way it works is everyone should know by now that they decide – in 2013, the NFL passed a provision uh, that made appearing on hard knocks mandatory for a team if they did not fulfill one of the three provisions. They have a first year head coach in place, then you could be excused. They have a playoff berth in the last two seasons, you could be excused. They have appeared on t- hard knocks in the past decade, you could be excused. So if you put those three, load those in with all 32 teams, uh, it eliminates 26 of 32 teams. Uh, and what you're left with, people. Here are the six teams that could appear on Hard Knocks this Ooh, last season. Last six
5: standing. Uh,
2: and if, if we go by last year at least, um, the Bucks were on this short list and they got picked. Uh, we'll see if it happens and again. The 49ers, the Broncos, the Browns, the Chargers, the Ravens, and the Redskins all um, can be compelled forcefully to appear on Hard Knocks. Um, and I wrote in a piece I wrote on the end around – um, I feel like just like last year, there could be a temptation to go with the Browns with the added juice this year that they're coming off the Owen 16 tragedy and drafting and quarterback first overall, you know, Hugh wants those cameras in the building. Uh, but I think the 49ers, 49ers. Are, the, are the juicy pick because uh, of their history. Uh, they've never been on the show. Jimmy Garoppolo, the five game winning streak to end last season. Uh, John Lynch is probably going to spend some money and bring in some more name brand talent. That seems like a really good choice.
5: I love that one. I, I I would absolutely be excited to watch that, especially with Jimmy G and Kyle Shanahan. That'd be amazing. I think that'd be a, a great season.
3: I wonder if Kyle Shanahan would want it. Typically, these coaches Probably don't not. want this at all. No,
4: but uh, it, the ownership maybe they seem kind of like they could use a little. Uh, Brand it's building, for publicity. lack of a better word, they haven't. I know Jimmy GQ is definitely helping in that area, but it's not a. They've struggled to get people to drive to that stadium, which is nowhere close to San Francisco. Mm. Yeah,
2: and I know the Bucks had a bad season, but that gave them a huge pop in terms of like the football uh, cognoscenti. Everybody was interested in the Bucks during the show's run. Uh, because of all the social media bites that came out, and if you actually watch the show. I don't know if people watch television anymore, but the Bucks really came off well last season. I think it's a good PR for your team, and it's fun. And if you're a fan of the Jets did it in 2010, IMGQ. it's a lot of fun. I, mean, I had like no idea star. that
5: Gerald McCoy was so hilarious until Hard Knocks. Yeah. That I, him and Chris Baker.
3: I do wonder if by August after we go through the process of, you know, breaking down the offseason 7,000 times over, that the Jimmy Garoppolo and the hype around the Niners is going to be at a fever pitch. They close the yeah, season out with nonstop wins. Well, it would have been. A, you know. Oh, I'll be picking I'm a just the wondering. If there are, hard knocks. I, 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 I think I don't want the Ravens. I The Browns, I don't want either, to be honest. But I think the Browns are compelling. If you're into watching like the most netherworld team on the farthest reaches <laughs> of space be examined over the course of five weeks. And you know, the,
4: the Niners are a nice story, too. HBO could go off the board, too. If a, if another team volunteers and right. really wants to be on the show, like the Jaguars have reportedly raised their hand over the years. I believe like the Falcons they, they can do it. It. said
2: that they volunteered right. as right well.
4: That's the thing. Is what they, would, if it's, really? it's only, they only have to make one of these teams do it if a team doesn't kind of want to do it that HBO agrees that that's a good choice. I mean, it's got... We got
3: down to just six teams that they can force to do it this year. What if it ever happened where there were no teams?
2: Is that mathematically possible? I guess it...
3: I mean, well, let's say every one of these teams had fired their coach. Now, then... Yes, but then no once teams. we get
5: out of the last decade situation, yeah. like then the e- well,
2: universe collapses into itself. <laughs> some
4: teams, uh, yeah, like, just, I'm this isn't know.
3: also law.
4: Like some teams, Scott McLuhan the old Redskins general manager, said it doesn't matter if the Redskins are on that list. Dan Snyder, as long as he owns the team, in Bruce Allen's there, they're never going to be on Hard Knocks. They would just refuse to. Oh, okay. Like I don't know what that. But
2: d- see, but I don't. We don't know that because it's an NFL rule that they put in. So that would mean that.
4: What are they going to do? Take them to know. kangaroo court? all
2: right that's what's happening in this
4: kangaroo court i'm just saying if you want to make us think about it they could just be like no we're not doing that
2: um that would that would be called anarchy though why put in any rules if that's something that could happen
4: i don't know that's a higher philosophical question because they all agree to it yeah
2: including the redskins
4: yeah they also you know they agree on a lot of things that they are going to make a redskins rough over the year no, I, talk a little I was there. I was going to talk about uh, they also all agreed to give Roger Goodell a big uh, contract extension and raise, and things things happened after that. that
5: right. Yeah.
2: Life happens.
4: But then he, got, he eventually did get it. He got it. So way to go,
2: boss. So are you saying that the Redskins <laughs> could be on Hard Knocks then? I,
3: your, your point has come full circle, and I'm <laughs> utterly confused at this point. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, here we go. It is time now. Go get my lunch, you turd, every year. <laughs> Every year. Every the single chewing,
5: year. I hate that draw. We do
2: this. It's awful. But this year it's special. First of all, you know why it's special? Because Go Get My Lunch Season Recap is presented by Head and Head Shoulders.
5: It has a sponsor.
2: Oh, my God. Great. The shoulders of greatness. And you know who has the shoulders of greatness in 2017? Who? I teased it earlier. And here it comes. The winner, in terms of winning percentage, is none other than Connie Fox, who's good at this. Oh!
5: Uh, a girl who just doesn't understand games on the Got show it. and can't follow the rules. Look who's winning now! Love it!
3: Wow! Happy birthday to me! The inner anger comes out.
5: Oh,
2: that was so real. I liked it. <laughs> it's fine. It is true, though. I forgot that you, most of the time, with most of your wagers, have no idea where you're coming mm. down on. And no, yet, like
5: I, way, I don't understand. Like, obviously, you know the NFL. You're not allowed to gamble. You're not allowed no. to talk about it. Never. I don't even understand. I don't understand the Sand, lines. The I wouldn't even be able to do it if I could. But I'm leading in game picks right now. Mm. So I'm just saying. Mm.
2: Look at you. The future is female. Here is <laughs> Here are the standings for this season. And uh, let's see. Ouch. Colleen first. The old Zeuser had a tough season. And, and we'll go through oh, no. all these picks um, in a second. Let's go through them, in fact. And by the way, this is all possible uh, because of the great work of Nick Fortier. Or Fortier? But Who is uh, on Twitter at Go Get My Lunch? Nikki F. Uh, what is his actual Twitter handle? I'm sorry. It's Mark. Can you can you get on that? I'll, I will work on that. <laughs> okay. I want to make sure people know Dan's where to personal go. Personal
3: assistant. I know. Yeah.
5: Wow. Okay. <laughs> well,
2: Mark didn't seem to be doing anything. I thought he could. Help Dan me.
3: also <laughs> didn't mention that I'm sitting in third place. I'm surprised we're even doing this segment <laughs> with Dan sitting in last place. Let's start there.
2: Um, overall, I am not. But it was a tough regular season. Mm.
3: There, there could be a you
4: know a. A complaint filed, uh, doubting Colleen's but victory though. by the rest. Right, Why? Uh, let's go through it by let's Connor Orr. I'm just saying winning percentage. Oh. He's in the mix.
2: Oh, he doesn't qualify. It's like in. Um, yeah, he
4: count. Right. In baseball, it's he like he made the, one. He
3: made one sandwich prop and he nailed
2: it with the batting title. You have to have at least okay. like a third mm-hmm. of that makes the, at bats that or something sense. like that. By the way, yes,
3: Nick Fortier or Fortieri or Fortierdy. Yeah. Go get my lunch. That's the Twitter handle. Oh, it is. Okay, oh, wow.
2: Good. Excellent. Looks Follow like Nick. Because it looks
3: like he also has just been engaged or married himself or has a significant other, a very well, so nice-looking couple.
2: Very cute couple. He certainly appears to be in love. Yes, he does. Just like him. We're
5: going to what a, a great weird time. place now. <laughs> what a
2: great time. <laughs> and Christian. And Here we Christian. Go. Christian's in love.
5: Hmm.
2: Or Well, can't tell. Maybe. He's in love with the film show. Did not get him in
5: trouble? What? You know that. Oh, as God. we learned
2: from a prior married. Why are
5: we like bringing was up showgirls again <laughs> on the show? <laughs>
2: um, all right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with Connie Fox, and she is the big victor in the regular season, uh, and the first one, and she hit a hit a home run here. And uh, Andrew Luck starts fewer games than Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon started two or three games? Mm-hmm.
4: About that, I think it was yep. three or four. Three or it was four. that last one was the Thursday night game against the Packers. It seemed mm. like
5: it seems like he started one.
2: And um, apologies for the mixed metaphor, but when you go across the board and get a wager from everyone, we call it the grand slam. Why not? Okay. And you got four sandwiches off that one pick. And the the theory was, and everyone obviously was working under the theory of what the owner, who was not being quite honest with us, was that oh he'll be back soon. He'll be back early. Nope. And Andrew Luck, the quarterback, never came back at all. So it ended up being all Glennon had to do was start a game. And that's what he did.
5: That was my reasoning. That was Very smart. thinking going into got it. four in. Nice.
2: Well played. Now, this one, uh, you got one sandwich off the old Zeuser by predicting that the Titans make the playoffs.
4: Ooh. Amazingly, okay. only Dan that. took you up on Wow, I know. Came down to the last week. Wasn't pretty, but you got it.
2: Well, you guys like the Titans. Yeah. I don't like the Titans. That's why I was the one that took <laughs> use,
4: But yeah. usually you go with the field in that sort of scenario. We, this yeah, was back we in were, the we – oh, oh, Marcus yeah, we were awfully, Mariota.
5: We were awfully confident. He's amazing. <laughs> He's <awfully> the greatest.
3: <laughs> Dan, never on that, on that train. But they still uh-uh. did make
2: the playoffs, so there you go. And yep. then here's a good one. If he just would have put it together for a full season because he was ins- insanely productive in the back half of the season. Keenan Allen leads the league in receptions.
5: Yeah.
2: Uh, Greg, would you mind pulling up where we ended up in the receptions race? I think he got. He was in the top five by the end. He had
4: 102 catches for 1,393 what yards. He finished fourth in receptions and third in receiving yards. So he Man. certainly was up there. You uh,
2: he just got
5: started a little late.
2: And that one actually wiped out your luck prediction because we yep. all took you up on it. Imagine if Jarvis just Landry ended up a little sooner.
5: I
4: know. Jarvis Landry with all those 7-yard catches ended up being first. Larry
2: Fitz at his age at that. was
4: second it's- and Michael Thomas with a quietly great year for the Saints.
2: Did Landry get 1000 yards?
4: Uh I don't think he did, no.
3: Who was 18th in receiving, Greg? Came up 13
2: 19? yards. 19 Oh, 97. Uh, I could look that up. I don't Please know do. I like,
3: would like I'm going to gonna hand out assignments too.
2: Um,
5: Please get on that
3: immediately. Eighteenth and receiving, Greg. Please now.
2: So there you go, Colleen Wolf, eight and five. <laughs> like oh, and you, there is but one now, hanging no. out there, one pick hanging out there. It won't be decided until the um, night before the Super Bowl. Okay, but 2017 MVP. You got Tom Brady, so you could end up nine and five here. That's with, great with news. Yeah, okay. I don't know how that works. Thanks. You
4: get sandwiches from Thanks. all of us for that because that is looking. I would say likely right well, now. Well, she's Chris not alone. Wes also has Tom Brady. Yeah.
2: It's 50 um, 50. Well, Greg, a little trauma here. We're going through it one at a time. <laughs> Come on.
3: Come on. Get on, on that receiving on stat, please. Receiving stat, Greg, now. 18.
2: 18th. 18th <laughs> in the league in <laughs> Speaking of Wes, here we go. You know his MVP pick is Tom Brady. His. Uh, I really right. spoiled it, though. All right, nice. Greg. Here we go. Oh, what? Ew,
3: ew, one, ew, boy. ew. Yum. Dan attempting to get through this segment.
2: The Rams. West finished 8-8. Eight and eight. The Rams finished the 2017 season with a winning record. And talk about surprise, he got a grand slam out of that, a salami pick. Nice work, Wes. All four of us wow. said, I thought they were going to sniff around 500, and they did a lot better than that. What did
5: they do? 13-3, and 12-4. Man, Wes, Wes has been singing their praises, I mean, since early, early in the offseason. And, he and was ahead we of like, the game what? on, on the team
4: of ATL. He we really all was. doubted. They finished team with...
2: Well, this was done before we named them the team of ATL. Just yeah, no, I know, yeah. but
4: he was he was ahead of the game. Yeah. He yes. did win eleven games after tanking that that last one, so eleven and five.
2: Um, he had the Buccaneers allow less yardage than the Broncos. He lost that one mm. big time. Lost that the Buccaneers. Big time. Were that t- was
3: an odd one. I, a daring one. <laughs> this it this was. is one
2: of those ones that c- probably confused Colleen because the three of us took it and Colleen sat it out. <laughs> it sounds like one where you just your head Harley. has been spinning. It's like,
5: I don't know. Everybody else is doing it. I'm not going to. <laughs> I mean, he was
2: kind of right that
4: the Broncos' defense would not be as good, but unfortunately he picked one of the worst defenses in the but league.
5: But I'm like, Wes Tampa must see something.
2: And he must know something. Mm. We don't and speaking care. of Wes, and I really do wish Wes was here right now. He did very well. During Sunday's show, I was trying to figure out why Wes was so angry about that the Bengals' comeback win. Wes's third wager, <laughs> yeah. the Ravens will oh, no. make the 2017 playoffs. Oh.
4: That, oh, really? <laughs> that changed that changed the standings. It if really that did. play by Andy Dalton doesn't happen, Wes ends up eleven and five, no. which might no. be the best record anyone's ever had at Go Get My Lunch. So once again, Andy Dalton in the Bengals, pick <laughs> a dagger at Wes's.
2: I was doing the show and I'm like, Why does he look so mad? Why is he so angry? Well, it cost him three sandwiches. Once again, Colleen confused, sat wow. it out. Dan Greg sense. and Mark all took Wes up on that. Wow. And, we uh, now we move on to the Sizzler, um, Mark, uh you went nine and nine. Old even Steven.
4: Not well, based a, on my
3: not based
2: on well, what I offer.
3: You've got
4: six sitting out there that you're gonna lose, so enjoy this. You don't know that about education. Big Ben.
2: Pat McAfee will be back in the NFL by Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that question <caught you> too. <laughs> How did you not take up Mark on that call? Hey,
5: I don't know. I, why <laughs> are you questioning I me? You Just because here. I'm the winner, Dan. Was, don't come at me.
2: was. We did West via satellite.
3: I think I talked you into why it was logical, <laughs>
5: probably.
2: <laughs> you have Tom Brady won't start more than 14 games. He started all 16, and that was that cost you four sandwiches. So right off the bat, you're 0-6. But then, you, then, uh, oh wait, the other ones are just the hanging other ones out are there, just there. Hanging out there. Yeah, He's in you have Big Ben retires after the season. Uh, through, Colleen did not take you up on that. Very possible. But Dan, Greg, and Wes all did. Um, you have Philip Rivers as the happen. MVP. That's not going to happen. That is not happening. And the NFL will be forced to reschedule an entire week of games. Almost impossibly, Colleen also passed on that.
3: <laughs> yep. I will say, <laughs> if there had been any year where it felt like something weird could happen, it was this year. I guess we're but... giving you through the playoffs for that out of, um, yeah, I don't know. That's so, not, you, not well, generosity because he's leaving that out
4: there. Because otherwise you're in well, trouble. Well, you're I right like
3: how West goes eight and eight, and Greg says West did a great job. Mark goes nine and nine. But you're not. And you're I'm going, a disaster. You're, you're going go nine, nine and, 16. and 16. fifteen. You're going. Yeah. We'll nine see. And 15 He'll go nine and sixteen we'll with
2: Rivers as well.
3: Right? We'll see. Yeah, that's
2: true. All right, Greg, ten and nine. Congratulations, over five hundred. I don't think I got anything right. Dalvin Cook leads oh, all rookie rookie, rookie running backs in yards. Will you stop spoiling things <laughs> with your inner monologue? <laughs>
5: It's not so inner though.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dalvin Cook leads all rookie running backs in yards from scrimmage. This is a good one, Greg. But he was leading he it. He was
4: leading the league when he got hurt.
2: And Dan, Mark, and Wes took you up. Colleen said, "No, mm. I'll sit this one out." Tough one. Uh, the Patriots will finish worse than fourteen and two. That's a good one uh, because they finished worse than fourteen and two. A, a miserable thirteen and three for the Patriots. Way
4: to go, Jake wow. Collard. You know, my guy got it done for me.
2: Dan and Wes uh, both uh, lost sandwiches there. Uh, The Bungles will play during wild card weekend. Yikes. Did not work out. They went seven and nine. Uh, I thought that was going to happen, too, so I didn't take you on that. Colleen and Mark made sandwiches. And the MVP pick Aaron Rodgers. And you got banged by the injury bug there. The old Zeuser, finally. Uh, the Patriots will lead by double-digit points midway through the first quarter of a game right before Halloween. Uh, I don't even know what that was, but Mark Mark and I had a sandwich bet, and I lost that.
3: How strange. I don't even remember
2: what the game was. I will look it up for you. Um, Darrell Rivas plays in 2017. Got that. He signed, and he's an also-ran type. Yeah, that was one of those side
4: wagers. That wasn't even in the actual show, but yeah, I gave you a sandwich on that. By the way, Dan, I was confident. that that That
3: was the Chargers game. I don't know where that
2: came from in your mind. We must have been just talking on the show, and I got fired up about something. (laughs) Antonio Brown, this one one pissed me off, I'm going to be honest. Antonio Brown and Martavis Bryant are the number one duo in receiving yards in 2017. I made the mistake, and I lost sandwiches to Colleen, Greg, and Mark, of getting too specific. What I should have done, and I will make note of this next year, I should have said Antonio Brown and the second leading receiver for the Steelers will be the number one duo, but I got too specific. Martavis Bryant did not have a big role. I think he finished with about 600 yards, and uh, Brown led the NFL in receiving. But if I would have had Antonio Brown and Juju, I probably would have won. Probably, but you didn't. But I didn't. No. I didn't, Colleen. Happy you birthday! Didn't. I don't <laughs> think you would have picked Juju Smith back. No, but I'm saying Smith. would have said yeah. the Anyone. number two receiver. Right? No, I think that's you've learned lessons. But learned a lesson. This one I got banged on. Jadavian Clowney gets 12 plus sacks in 2017. He was on pace, and then he kind of fell off the table statistically. I think he was banged up. Um,
4: I mean, he played all 16 games. Yeah, but he banged was banged too hard. up. He just came up short.
2: Well, no, he, you got I, a little
4: unlucky. I saw a sack at the end of the season. I, I thought of that you. That was taken. Away by penalty. And you know, I thought, think I got unlucky. I that?
2: He had nine and a half with like four games to play. And he yeah, yeah. With nine and a half. Yep. So I was in I was in good position there, and it just didn't work out. And this one, this one stings. This this one gets to the zoo. <laughs> Adrian Peterson and Marshawn Lynch uh, combined for less yardage than the 2017 rushing leader. Um, I nailed this one in a lot of ways. I didn't think Peterson or Lynch would be big time players, even though a lot of people were like saying, "Oh, these guys will be mm-hmm. good." They both uh, Peterson got traded after getting benched. Lynch was. Hot and cold, didn't really have a big season. Uh, However, however, this out of all years uh, was the year where the leading rusher had the lowest total in a long time. And on top that, the top three guys since
4: 1990 in the rushing
2: race all sat out week 17, which allowed West to get me by 13 yards. Oof. Shoot. That's a tough loss. And we all That's agreed. That's a bad beat. Yeah, that, that is bad a very beat. bad beat. Yeah. We
4: all agreed with you on that one. That's why Wes was the only one yeah. that that took it up.
2: And I had Russell Wilson as MVP, which was looking pretty good until week 15. And then he went away. Hmm. Uh, Darrell, and just to do a little more housekeeping before we say bye to Connie. Connor Orr had Revis signing a multi-year contract. He snookered us on that one because uh, it was a Fugazi multi-year deal. But it is. And Tamposi has Julian He won Edel- three sandwiches on that. He cover. did. Julian Edelman will play in twenty seventeen. And uh, that's not gonna happen. Three sandwiches.
4: Ugly work by yeah. Well it was impossible. Yeah. He was literally on season ending injured reserve when she made the pick, and she was like, No, he'll play. Doesn't matter. I was like, that's the league rule. Alright, we're out of time
2: with Colleen. That's it. Sound the sound it.
5: Oh, we got it. I gotta go, right. guys. Wait. Before you go, gotta get out of hold here.
2: on, Colleen. Keep what? my headset on. Keep it on. There, hit me up. Emma. It is your birthday. Oh, oh this cool. is. Here we go. So,
4: and something special Because. Here. Emma just threw in a, a package. All your help.
5: It didn't break, so it's not a bottle. Everything <laughs> that you've done for us. I'd say so, like close
4: your eyes. Yeah, we we so thought, could, like, what is worthy of the contributions that you've <laughs> made through this year? Okay. We had to think of something cl- that matched your eyes and put your, your hands a, out.
2: Can we get Should a. Should I? Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. You ready? Close your eyes. All right. Here we go.
4: We're handing it to Colorado There
2: you right go. now. That is a is a red hot <laughs> beef burrito that is from seven eleven, and here you go. Here's some ranch dressing.
5: Um, thank you. What a gift. I, That's a seven eleven brio
2: presented by Head and Shoulders.
3: Thank you're not, you're you. not easy to find <laughs> gifts for, but I right. think the show has found the perfect gift for you, Colleen.
5: I'm glad that you guys saw this and thought of me. Red it's, hot beef. Well, yeah, it though. is
4: hard to come up, you know, the seven eleven's right across the street. Not a lot of options. You guys yep. are so
5: thoughtful. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. A
3: rich uh, spread of ingredients. If you look on if you <laughs> and you're during your meeting, just see what's involved in that. It's you
5: like,
2: actually should um, open I'm, it up and just start eating it. <laughs> <your meeting>. <laughs> 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 That'd be great.
5: <laughs> I'm gonna bring this to the meeting. Thanks.
2: It guys. is the size of your forearm, so it's gonna be, you're right. it's gonna be it, a delicious it's lo- meal. It's
5: longer than my forearm, <laughs> actually. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. All
2: right. That's it. Connie Fox gotta go to some meeting. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but you know what, Colleen, uh, uh, she's doing the the, the power, power rankings, rankings power program, rankings. which you could watch on Tuesdays on NFL Network at yeah. a certain time, 3, six p.m. 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 Eastern and three p.m. Pacific. Yeah. She's also on Good Morning Football, the Weekend Edition. Yeah. She's also on Damashek's Show, which MGD strangely says like that she's cheating on them, but clearly, uh, Damashek pilfered Colleen from us. I'm in an but open pod relationship. well. <laughs> Very just or let them know them that the side, they're, the they're the side piece okay yes. there she goes I Connie I Fox happy I birthday and we'll see you dinner with Colleen tonight to celebrate right. Gonzo set that up nine <laughs> o'clock reservation what the hell is that? <laughs> 9 <laughs> pm. they don't have
3: kids they hit at, at Los Angeles at 9 am. at the er- 9 p.m. at the <laughs> earliest
2: like Italy or like, oh, let's have a dinner at a 10 p.m. I think
3: you mean like South Central America where they, they'll do wait, like an eight-hour siesta and then an 11 p.m. <laughs> South Central
2: America? South slash Central America <laughs> oh. will do
3: like an 11 p.m. dinner and they'll eat till 3 in the morning.
2: I think the Italians eat pretty late too, is what I'm saying.
3: No, oh, those guys know how to enjoy life. That's I mean, not it's, us.
2: It's, it's right. a nice, nice thing. Tim Posey saying Julian Edelman will play. <laughs> What's the I'll chances take, I'll take free sandwiches. And um, let's make her pay because Nick does such a great job. Uh, if you go to go dot org, that actually shows who actually owes whom in terms of sandwich count. Uh, and check that site out. Cause it also has a fun soundboard where you can hear things uh, like this. This guy's crazy. Ooh. NFL media bozo don't know nothing. The assignment that I am handing out. Yeah. guess they're all me. My, uh, you know, relationship <laughs> with the facts. Not always that
4: strong.
3: Ooh. Edelman, you better shake it off. Oh my OMG, I swear. <laughs> the
4: answer is obliterated. So obliterated. He also has the all-time standings, Dan, which you have now uh, given up oh, first place to me.
2: By For a a, rough... a small amount, though. Yeah, it's very close. I'll get you the hmm. playoffs. We will do a playoff prop uh, round. Uh, maybe the Super Bowl, I think we do. That'll be fun. Good stuff. Um, finally, I want a, a special shout-out to a, a listener of the show, Um he is active on the subreddit. His name is Alex, and I believe he, I believe he's stationed down in... not stationed like a military member, but he's in <laughs> South Korea uh, because we got a care package from Korea. And um, kind of
3: concerning p- out of the gate, you weren't here for a day, and we weren't sure if it was South or North Korea. Not
2: looking for <laughs> it was a just package a package with a, a different type of language, uh, but uh, as it turns out, it was a great care package with all sorts of goodies from that land, and um, including these masks
4: cocoa friends.
2: Look at this. Oh, split screen. All right. Um, uh, so all sorts of stuff, including what I've, oh, I've always wanted to have it because I saw the YouTube challenge. He sent the fire noodles, uh, Alex did, and mm. I tried those, and those are delicious.
3: And the uh, shrimp-flavored potato chips, which you uh, also enjoyed.
2: Those were pretty good. I enjoyed those as well, but socks and all sorts of fun stuff. So thank you to Alex. Our listeners are amazing. Uh, and, and and that's that. So
3: gave those socks to Simone. She loves them.
2: She is all over them. She does, does she? Oh, she wow. posted about it. She's all over the socks. I mean, she's, she's been wearing them nonstop. Them.
3: Wearing them nonstop. Uh,
2: well, next time you hear from us, we we'll be- should change them. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> next time you hear from us will be Thursday, and that will be our proper Wildcard Weekend preview. And one more big announcement, special announcement, in fact. That was good. For the first time, the Around the NFL podcast will hit the road uh, for a non-Super Bowl or combine affair. We are going to be at the Los Angeles Coliseum for the Wild Card game between the Rams and the Falcons. So that's exciting. We're going to best be, game of the week. Yeah, we're going to be on the field. We're going to do a recap of that on Saturday night, and you know, talk to a player. It's all it's all scheduled. Things to be going going well. The shadowy league figures perhaps getting this one right mark
3: they are and and they uh it was voiced to us that this could be the first of many future events so the sun finally shining on this podcast (laughs) to be clear for the listeners we're
4: still going to release the podcast sunday evening after all the podcast after all the playoff games are done for the weekend but we'll we'll tape that well it also sounds like they're
3: going to split this up and make it do some video on Twitter and stuff when we got Tamposi and the group and back in the house.
2: Greg will not be with us because Greg will be in Nola again. He 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 finagled another trip to his um stomping I was assigned
4: grabs. to that. I would have been very happy to do the old Rams falcons But it'll be nice kind of fun easy.
2: even though yes. we, we wish that you were there Greg, but you'll be in New Orleans so we'll have we'll be boots on the ground in both Los Angeles and uh, Louisiana for playoff games this w- upcoming weekend. I, we're so that's like a good sign. got
4: correspondents all over the country. I'm like right. your James Palmer from Denver.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. You're definitely a Palmer-like character. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Love James Palmer, nice guy. Dan heads signing off for Quiet Storm. Uh, Connie Fox, the old boss. Uh, congratulations, MVP for your help, uh, Christian Anderson. <laughs> you are a good man, Christian. Finally Anderson. on a good till Thursday. <laughs>
1: Visit LiveNation.com slash to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars. Oh, and Two-Door Cinema Club.
0: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel.